0: Here we go, folks. It's time for our first segment live in the Drew Marshall Show, devoted solely to the art of music. So excited to have this young couple in studio. They are the Young Novelists.
1: Away, we
2: could find a way to finally say the words that the By the way You take my
1: Come back.
0: Listen to that outro. That's the word of the day today, kids. Outro. Well, this week's recording artist, The Young Novelist, that's who has been playing, and they are in studio about the platform pl- 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 live. TheYoungNovelist.com is the website. TheYoungNovelist.com, Toronto based Americana, hu- Americana, Americana husband and wife duo. The Young Novelists are known for their beautiful harmonies and songs culled from their small town roots. After the release of their second full-length album, "Made of Strangers," they've been touring Canada and the U.S. relentlessly, earning accolades
3: <laughs>
0: wherever they go. From Chai Chai Rodriguez, uh, they were recognized as Emerging Artist of the Year at the Canadian Folk Music Awards. Won the Grassy Hill Songwriting Competition <laughs> ah! Ah! at the Connecticut—Hey, I was just there! Folk Festival—and were recently named finalists in the New Song Music Competition. That's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. And it is a real, a genuine privilege to have such talent in the studio, unlike last week.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Thanks so much for having
0: us. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to hell. I know I am. So going to hell. How are you, uh, guys?
5: We're great. Yeah? Hi, how are you?
0: Um, East End, huh? Yes. Yeah.
5: East End We live near the beach.
0: Wait, um, that's where Lily Frost lives. Oh, Not really? that way, right? Yeah. Do oh. you know Lily?
5: I Not personally, oh. no. She's a good kid. Yeah. Everybody. Hi, Lily.
0: Why are you taking a chance on ruining your marriage and touring together?
4: That's a very good question. Right? Yeah. Know what I mean? Because yeah. travel is probably one of the toughest things on relationships. Yes. Know? I remember there was a, a thing that I read about Bill Murray giving someone advice on whether they should get married or not and saying, first off, you know, go on a long trip together. Yeah. And then when you get back, if you still want to be together, then then propose. That was his advice. How, wait, how long have you been married for? Married? Or... We've been married for a couple of mm-hmm. 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 A small We'd amount married. of time. Okay. It'll be uh, 13 years this year. Shut no, up! It'll be 12 years this year. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, didn't know, I didn't know
0: yeah. that uh, marriage was legal that young. Yeah, right? Yeah. See what I did
3: there? Nicely done, Drew.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been a while.
0: Have you been musically together? Wait, were you musically together before you got together together?
4: No,
5: not, not really. no.
4: The, the thing is, I, I started out as a drummer. that was my first instrument. I always wanted to be a drummer in bands, yeah.
0: and uh, coolest uh, position in the band.
4: Yeah, that's what I think. Um, it's <laughs> not <laughs> usually the case that's not what mo- <laughs> most people think, I think. but anyway, uh, so yeah, I was always trying to play drums in bands, and then you know, songwriting was like a very secondary thing. And Laura was always an amazing singer, um, but for whatever reason, we'd remember like, "Here I wrote a song, let's let's try to sing it together so. It took us a while to figure it out. Yeah. We're slow.
5: We're late bloomers.
0: What roles do you play in the songwriting process? Do you, do you compete over the same role or just one gift the other in a different way? Wow, what a great question. I love that, that one. That was great. really
5: solid. That was great. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> um, Gre- Green is, is the the main songwriter, and so he, he will, will come up with the... The bulk of, of the song, and then and then bring it to me.
4: I think, honestly, I think there's two sides to to the creative process. There's the creation, and there's the editing, and and both serve their, their purpose. Um, and I think I do the generating of ideas, and Laura does the editing of the ideas. And I think that's how we that's work
0: a together. very. I'm gonna I'm gonna sound totally uh, role. I'm gonna be like the role playing person here, but that sounds like a male female scenario where the guy goes here here it is, and the woman fixes it.
4: Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that that's really true about this relationship. Okay. Right. I'm
5: not saying that the maybe world is other, like that.
4: Yeah, no. Maybe it's other ways for other people, but yeah. for us, that's how it is. And you have offspring. We,
0: we do.
5: Yeah. Our <laughs> offspring is, is just in the next room.
0: What's his His name is uh, Simon, I believe. His name Simon. is Simon. And did you did you pick up on the little song I was whistling earlier? Yes, yes. yes <sighs> yeah. Are That's, you sick of that? It's kind of um, like the normal thing people say when it comes to science. Well,
5: it, it maybe not as common as... Because it was such a thing, like growing up, like yeah. that show was actually on television. And then it's Saturday Night Live oh
0: so you guys know it from Saturday Night Live
5: yeah but I actually did watch the show did it, you yeah it, was it a British show
0: yeah I believe so yes yeah. yes because he was a British guy. that's right yeah, well I you think know my name is Simon yeah and the, you know the lyrics and the things and like I draw too. come
4: true oh no I I, I was won't you know take, 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 yeah, I I take
0: me over climb a ladder with you and then it goes into a punk version no <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then it kicks in with double, one two double three kick. four one two three four one two three four
0: um are you gonna have more? Wait why I, you don't need to answer that. That's just weird. Sorry. Uh,
5: um No that no, I mean not we're not planning no. on it. Um we're happy. Our tell, fa- our family's great.
4: Tell me about the small town roots. Uh, I was born and raised in a town called Verona, which is north of Kingston. It's about fifteen hundred people. Wow. Um that's small town? It you, is small town. And yeah. he
5: didn't actually even live in town. He no, lived I, on the outskirts But well, they didn't let
4: me in town. <laughs> wow. I was like a ten minute drive outside of town. And did you farm. Go on a farm?
0: You yep. seem like a farm boy.
4: Yeah, I, that's my roots. i You have a
0: sort of a, much a farm genteel boy. thing about you. A very. S- I like
4: to lift things.
0: <laughs> oh, I can lift. Uh, what kind of uh, cattle?
4: Uh, it was cattle, and it was mostly a hobby farm. Actually, we okay. had like 15 head of cattle, chickens, turkeys. We had a couple of pigs per year, kind right. of thing. But, but it was a grow up.
5: Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay. That's you know
4: <laughs> the back forty it was. You know, <laughs> yeah, the way don't, back forty. Don't go yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, what about you, Laura?
5: I grew up in in Peterborough, so it was more more a small city. Yeah. Yeah. Peterborough's a
0: nice little... That's like Hockey Central, though, isn't it? Yeah. Were you a rink rat?
5: No. Well, sort of. I was a figure skater. So there's a little bit of kind of like, you know... uh, what it, I don't There's only know.
4: so much ice and only so much time. Yeah,
5: exactly. So yeah, there was like a little bit of a, a of a conflict between like the. So you hated the hockey players. Kind Is that of. What I'm hearing. A li- you
4: looked down upon them.
5: Um, so you didn't watch
0: <laughs> Battle of the Blades.
5: <laughs> I really like Battle of the Blades. Actually, it was a great movie.
0: Movie? No, that's Blades of Glory. Oh,
5: Blades of Glory. wait.
0: I just had Scott Hamilton on the show a couple weeks ago. Yeah.
5: Oh, my God. I was in love with him. Were you? Oh, yeah. 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 He seems like a
0: really nice guy. He
5: does seem like an... I've never met him personally, but Elvis Uh, Sturko and...
0: Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about Scott Hamilton, so let's just stay there for a second. (laughs) So, Scott Hamilton... Wait, Cap, I don't remember the segue, the story. Uh... Are I'm you, so curious. There's something about figure skating. Oh, I said to him the only that was it. The only real like my education on figure skating was Blades of Glory.
5: Oh right. So, oh yeah. Oh I remember what movie, movie you're talking about now. Yeah. It, has, it had it um, had Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um,
0: all right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> Shall we do a tune? Sure. <laughs> what That'd are we going to do? Can who sets up the songs? Do you fight over that?
5: Uh, no. Do yeah. we'll fight?
0: Period. Do you fight?
5: <laughs> Not on stage usually. No,
4: <laughs> <laughs> usually. Yeah,
0: only we, like
5: ca- we had a less little... than
4: fifty percent of the time <laughs> we are on stage. We,
0: for fighting, we
5: had so. a little fight in the bathroom. This morning, excuse actually. Me? Yeah, yeah. Like we were starting discussion. So
0: on, somebody yelled out,
5: "Later match." <laughs>
4: <laughs> it was on. It was a big discussion about the what the, the pipes co- in the, our house. The
5: toilet is clogged, oh. so we had an argument about that. It was yeah. really wow. lame, actually. Wow.
4: Can I tell you that the
0: best plunger in the world is sold at Home Hardware, and it's got a mm-hmm. handle that goes out this way. It's like a, oh, a pogo yeah. stick yeah, handle. Yeah. Oh wow! You just jam that sucker down, boy, and. It's just amazing. Works a miracle. Just right? thought I'd like you know.
5: No, that's really useful information. <laughs> I think we'll we might get one on the way home. <laughs> on the way home.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. What song are we doing here? Uh, we're gonna do a song
4: uh, about our son, actually. Um, oh, cool. Written about him when we were first, when he was first born. When we were going on tour w- without him. Right. And uh, it was hard. It was all hard. I we didn't go him. on
5: tour like when he was first born. I should just. Clarify. No. Yeah. It
4: wasn't like the day after. <laughs> we gave it a couple. Of um, but yeah, just the, this is a song called "Hear Your Voice," just about about missing somebody when they're when they're far away, and, nice. and very specifically about missing our son.
0: I heard you warm up at this, and and I don't want to get weird on you right away, although that might have already happened. Right. Uh, but to me, I'll re- no, I'll, you know what? I'll save it for the end of the song. All, All right, quick. here we go, ladies and gentlemen, live on the Drew Marshall Show.
2: I was outclassed. I was staring into the flame and you were looking back We must have been feeling the same Oh, I try and I fail And no one's to blame I hate the face in the mirror And that hasn't changed That hasn't changed May. Over our home The storm we've known Will it ever leave us alone
1: Half of you
2: can't stay And half won't go The choice you make every day And nobody knows Nobody knows Oh you will
1: voice.
0: young novelist on the drew marshall show well done guys very well done i expected nothing less (laughs) man okay so the folk scene Mm -hmm. can we just get into that just for just for a second or two for sure is that all right
4: um is it going to last i think so and i think it's you know it's probably going to change a little bit too you know the thing is uh i think modern folk music is is like, hip-hop and rap music. Like, that's what is, you know, what would be called folk music today if you ha- didn't have folk music as a historical thing. Right, right. Um, and so I think it's just going to kind of change in that way. You know, it's just going to be, it's going to kind of redefine itself a bit. But I do think, like, like what we call folk music, you know, traditional kind of music like that, yeah. I think that'll exist for a, for a long time. Just people with, you know, instruments... Being able to just sit around a campfire and play them, you know, that's that's an important thing.
0: But here's the thing, and I can ha- I can have this conversation with both of you because both of you actually came from smaller-ish towns. Peterborough sort of doesn't count, but <laughs> but um, you, wherever the heck you came from, what was it called again? Verona. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. There seems to be a lot of posers in the folk music scene. A lot of people that know how to—they go to the secondhand stores and they buy the right clothes and they grow the right facial hair and they have the whatever the you know—and they play the fiddle down here instead of up here, you know, just on their lap or what. I don't know. You know what I mean? There just seems to be a lot of people that are trying to throw back to um, uh, the the soggy bottom boy era or something.
4: Right. Yeah. I that that is probably true, and I'm not sure how much of it's genuine and how much of it is not. I don't really. Have a sense of that? No,
0: nor do I, and I, I guess that's kind of really. I guess what I'm saying is I'm really <laughs> judgmental about this.
5: Uh, that's okay. I mean, yeah. I, I think that no, that is. A it's good, question. good to
4: question it. I think to like to be critical of, uh, you know, where is that coming from? Is that a genuine thing or is that somebody putting but, on I, airs? But, you know? but
0: any other genre, you know, they dress up in a kind of a weird way to fit their genre. But it's there's something about the folk genre that calls for purity. It requires purity. I think. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or am I just
4: being weird here? I'm being weird. Okay.
5: No, I'm... Uh, yeah. Yeah.
4: I think that it's an important <laughs> aspect of... That's not of, an answer. Uh, yeah. I think it is an important aspect of the genre. And I think that there are people, too, who are working really well to keep the... Authenticity. The authenticity. Yeah. And, and, like, the traditional songs. You know, uh, I'm thinking about, like, Jamie Lomax, um, uh, I think that's his name. I may be wrong. Uh, well, I'm smiling but, and nodding like yeah. I know what you're talking about, Sweet. so it's right. <laughs> um, but he did, he, you know, he released an album that was, you know, a lot of traditional songs. And, you know, we, a friend of ours, uh, she's gone to Alberta. Her name's Sarah Jane Scout, and she went to Alberta and, like, did all this research on in the archives and found these traditional songs and is bringing them back to life, you know, bringing, right. Like, right. recorded them on her album. And I think that stuff... You know then you can see like that's certainly the level of authenticity that's it's yeah. wonderful
0: yeah and I think that's what I look for and I still go that's why I go to one of my favorite places the Cameron house because there seems to be a lot of stuff that I like there right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Dakota you know another great room yeah. what's another good um, huge room which is now back from the dead it is um, yeah what's another good folk room
5: um think? I would say the Burdock is oh a, yeah it's a right. pretty new yeah. place yeah. but um yeah it's it's a great it's, it's been around just over a year okay. Yeah. Yeah. so I go there a lot yeah. to see friends play and,
4: and there's in the, in Oakville there's the Blue Blue Moon I believe it's called uh, Moonshine. Moonshine, Moonshine Cafe Moonshine Cafe yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah
0: I was just there recently uh, with uh, yeah, there was a songwriter thing and I, I, 14 years I've been doing the show it's the first time I've been to the Moonshine Cafe I had to apologize to the owner just for That's being right. a jerk I've had so many of his artists come on the show but I haven't uh, ever been so I'm a jerk uh, you're listening to the Drew Marshall Show. Drew Marshall Show. That's me. And uh, in the studio live with uh, the young novelists who are making great strides in the industry. And I expect to see them at the... Wait.
5: Have you already been to the Junos?
0: You've been to the Junos, haven't you?
5: Uh, no. You haven't? Uh, I no. need
0: to write somebody about that.
5: Yeah, you should. Um, No. Uh, uh, you know what? Actually, that's... Uh, for our second last album, um, apparently we were on some one jurors shortlist nice like we found that out after which nice. was a weird feeling um but also very lovely
0: yeah do you know who the juror is um yeah was? it
5: was a it was a guy that, that you paid yeah yeah <laughs> yeah Just a little grift goes um, a long it, way but but so that was that was cool That's but good. yeah no we have we haven't
0: i can see it happening no well, honestly, okay, look. It's definitely
5: I, on our bucket list. I
0: have to suck up the guests cuz you're guests and it's got to be it's a nice thing to do, right? It but is, I just yeah. love the ease with which you work together. Obviously there's a there's a relationship happening here duh. but it's um the the music is as pure as the as the um, the mellifluous tones that you guys belt out. You both you, you just have a nice little um, I'm gonna try to think of a better word than what I'm thinking right now. So let's do a song. What was the I can... word that you? No, just I'm not, used no, to... I'm not dropping it. No, oh,
5: that was... was a really good word. The last
0: song I was gonna say. Uh, there was some. What was it called again? Hear, hear,
5: your... hear your voice.
0: Hear your voice. There's a there's a spiritual thing to to the lyrics in that song, and it it's, it was interesting for me to hear it from this content. The
5: fu- the funny uh, kind of a funny story about about that song is um it. it was played on the Vital Cafe a couple of years ago. Really um, nice. close to when the album first came out, and um, Stuart McLean uh, kind of did this little intro, um, and he—I don't—he didn't really know what the song was actually about, but he his interpretation. On the song was was a love story between two people who aren't together and um, and who are are missing each other and and he had this really really lovely introduction and so Graydon and I are, are listening with uh, you know in Tenderhooks like listening to our song on the CBC radio like yeah. Yeah. across Canada and we're like oh that was an interesting story yeah um it, and and it was awesome but it was like you know not not what the the song is actually no. about but it doesn't matter no it doesn't matter no doesn't
0: matter. We don't need no stinking setup. No. 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 you be what it wanted to be. Okay, what are we going to do now, speaking of setups?
4: Uh, I think we're going to do a song with a very happy title. Yes. Called Couldn't Be Any Worse. Beautiful. um, Which is, you know, we have a lot of songs with very happy titles like that. Is it a country song? It's Ah! uh, it's a sad song. Okay. Uh, Not one of those um, lose your dog kind of songs, but... uh, Close enough. yeah, Yeah,
0: exactly. Beautiful. Live on the Drew Marshall Show, The Young Novelists.
5: I'd been awake for hours When I met you by the church You'd recently been hurt Your face still wet with tears I pointed to your bruises You said it looked quite bad You smiled but you were sad And days turned into years
2: be any worse for each other
5: I took you back to my place the sun was coming up I bandaged your cuts, your face turned into and I was most surprised when you put your lips Eye to eye and heart to heart.
2: We couldn't be any worse, any worse. We
1: could not be any worse.
0: Beautiful 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 stuff. Man, I dig you guys. I wish I'd found you a long time ago. Um okay. There's got to be a gig coming up that I can go to, right? There's got to be a gig sometime there, somewhere. There is actually. Well, why don't we tell us?
5: They uh the, the 29th of June. Yes. At uh, Winona Lodge. It's uh on Bloor Street. I forget the cross street. Okay. Um but they have a a, a series, sorry?
4: West End, I think.
5: In the West End, yeah. yeah. And they, they have a series called the the Speak Easy series. So nice. they've had uh they've had Andrea Ramlow, yeah. actually. We were yeah. talking about her in Break and uh um and Digging Roots and uh Charlotte Cornfield and a bunch of uh kind of Toronto area artists. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, so we're playing twenty of June.
0: Good, good. Is there? Are you doing the Dakota at all? Uh, th- something my brain says you're doing something sooner than that.
4: We're uh, doing a show tonight at the Drake. Uh, the oh, the Drake—that's yeah. what I meant. That's a, yeah, a benefit concert for uh, ovarian cancer, actually.
0: Can we tell? Do we know more about that? Is there any more details you can plug in? Because uh, first I've, of all, the—is Dra- this the downstairs? Yes, thing? it yeah. is downstairs. Yeah, that's where I first saw Lily Frost. What a neat little room that is. I love that room. Yeah. So yeah. the Drake Hotel, uh, which is on Queen, I think. Yes, you know, Queen West,
4: right near Dufferin. Right. And uh, I know uh, Micklin Hay is playing. Uh, Laura Bidner. Um, uh, who else? Brooklyn Doran. Brooklyn Doran. Doran.
0: Yep, that's right. Um, yep. And McK- so, McKalen, Hey, what, is it Macaylen or Micklin? Mc- I'm not sure. I think it's Macaylen. McKaylin performed on the show here Ooh, a little right. while. Oh, nice. Young
3: girl. yep. Good kid. Yeah. Good kid.
0: Yeah. A lot of good talent. Good. So it's a no, uh, it's a, fundra- so it's a any, fundraiser. So can anybody go? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. And what yeah. time does it start? Do you know?
5: Seven. Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: Sounds like a good time for a fundraiser. Plus, afterwards in that room, they get the wukka wukka going on, don't they?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Stick
4: around for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, do you uh, have something coming out on CD soon?
4: Yeah, uh, we're going into the studio this summer, actually, uh, July, August, um, with a producer named Howard Billerman from Montreal. Okay, um, and he—he he was the re- recorder He recorded Arcade Fire's first album, uh, which cool. uh, was a pretty big album. People, yeah.
0: People seem to like it. Kind of, sort
4: of. So uh, we're pretty excited about that. He's, I mean, he's worked on like 400-plus albums. He was, you know, Godspeed, You Black Emperor, their Polaris Prize winning album. He worked on that one. So uh, that's going to be really a ton of fun. Um, yeah. Looking forward to that. So that cool. should be... a uh, problem won't be out this year. It'll probably be early next year. Yeah. But uh, we'll be recording it this, this summer. Um,
0: do you... Because I know the Canadian industry enough, music industry enough, to know that... Um, you know, sometimes you need to work a job to survive. You can't just make money doing what you love to do. Mm-hmm. Are there jobs involved in your lives?
5: So that's a, that's a good question. Is it a good question? Uh, well, it, yeah, it is. Because uh, when we started playing music, we both had full-time jobs. And uh, so Graydon worked at Canada Post. He's a letter
0: carrier. I was. For 12, 12 uh, years. Any letter carrier from yeah. uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, do you know who I'm talking about or just, do I, I, have, I just sound weird? I
5: have no idea. I just
0: sound <laughs> weird. Yeah, thank you. Cliff Clavin. John Ratzenberger. Oh. Been, on, been on the show numerous times, by the way. Actually, Good guy. Really? Oh, yeah. my
5: God. That's amazing. Uh, Sorry. Right. So, yeah. So, Graydon delivered the mail. And I'm, uh, I'm actually a hydrogeologist. So that's, uh, like... Uh, no, a- I know what that is. I've
0: you- got a friend who's a really? hydrogeologist. Oh, geologist. My
5: God. You're, like, one of, like... of the population that would know what that is. For good reason.
0: And the audience leapt to its foot.
5: Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I work, I, yeah, so I've worked at the Ministry of the Environment um, for uh, several years. And um, But last year, so basically just over a year ago, I took a leave of absence from that job. Uh, We did a lot of touring last year, Mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of it was with our our then 5-year-old son. Um, And then I quit, my (gasps) job at the end of the year um i know so it's been this slow evolution of us kind of letting music take over and that it's been really lovely right now i'm just working kind of a part-time gig um and then and then we're doing music full-time
0: good for you i want to encourage i don't know whether these words mean anything to you or not they probably don't it's just been old man spouting here but um i see so many people that that they think having a normal job is beneath them mm. and I see their lives tank and suffer and they're just so, you know, the ego in the of the industry grabs onto them so much that they, they just see real jobs as beneath them and that's just crap. That's just ridiculous because some of the worst songwriting is when you've lost touch with who you really are.
4: Yeah, that's very true uh, and it's kind of interesting to I mean, I was talking to somebody about, you know, Bruce Springsteen is still... In touch with who he is. Still works at the car wash. Exactly. No. And he, he's uh, roll up the sleeves. No, but you know, you, you see it happen to artists that they become less relevant for whatever reason. Exactly. Right? And and that's probably partly due to ageism in our culture. But um, I think some of it is that, that if you as soon as you start to get success, you kind of lose the edge of what you were writing about in the first place. Sure. And so it's it's pretty important to us to, to keep. I mean, we're talking about our. Our roots right now like we're not going to drift too far from those Uh, in the near future we we have you know limited success but we're growing and there's always the danger that you might grow out of who you were so we want to keep in touch with that for sure good for you you guys are fantastic all right let's get
0: these guys doing another song and rescue this radio show ladies and gentlemen the the, uh, young novelists are here in studio and they're about to do what what Uh,
4: this is a song called back to the hard times yeah, baby. Uh, another happy song. I love it. I love <laughs> Spoiler it. Spoiler alert. This is a sad song.
0: Beautiful. Again, live in the Drew Marshall Show. I think uh, I can call them our very good friends, the young novelists.
1: Prison <laughs> blue on gray,
5: the secret's tall doesn't hurt you the same, and that makes it worse, it's nothing like a parade of promises you shouldn't have made, and what if you had stayed to hear the second verse, and all the
2: Back. I keep on coming back. I keep on coming back to the hard times.
5: There's a broken back in our backyard. It shouldn't have to be so hard. Worrying at the scars, gonna leave a
2: Cold sand on the beach Cold stars out of reach Be Trying out your speech As the days turn dark
5: And all these decorations Leave me cold And
2: I'm not sold. I keep on I keep on coming back.
5: I swear.
0: song another wow. pretty song man can't wait for you guys to cover uh, metallica you know just <laughs> bring them down a notch bring them down to the to the real world okay i want to talk about one one thing and then and then do one last song is that all right Are we okay with that yeah. okay <clears throat> excuse me i i don't know if i'm the only jerk who's ever going to do this but i'm risking everything here right now this is the big question. Isn't this it? is no. This is this is this is social taboo stuff, right? Okay. Yep. Okay. Hit me. Um, so this has nothing to do with you, Graydon. So just step off for okay. a second. Done. The way you speak. Right. Tell me about that, because it is so. It's such a part of. Your perform your voice. When I'm listening to you, I could hear it, but then all of a sudden I don't hear it anymore, and I'm lost in the song. And then all of a sudden it comes back because I'm I'm so intrigued in the song. And and you the vo- ah. So I'm going to struggle through that question, going so what? Tell me about what are we? I don't even know the right words.
5: No, that well that's interesting. Uh, so I I have I have a lisp.
0: Right. Um, that's it's just called a lisp.
5: Yeah. That's it. Which is like the worst name it to is. call something that, Yeah. like why, why 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 would you call it Come that? Come up with a new name. I know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> call it a vimbopple. <laughs> a
5: vimbopple. Um when I, <laughs> I I'm going like. to do I'm going to do that. Good. Um I, I was born with a cleft palate actually. So that mi- means like the the roof of my mouth uh there was an opening between my the, my my mouth and my nose. Yeah. Um and then I had a few surgeries when i was young um and so the the remnant of that is uh is a little bit of a lisp so i've always been a singer and i think when i was young i didn't really realize it was only when i I got a little older that people started asking me about it and then i started getting self-conscious as you do when you're you know in grade eight and um does that
0: self-consciousness is it there now
5: you know what? When you perform, it's, it's sometimes. Does yeah. it does it
0: bug you that I just pointed this out?
5: No, it doesn't because um, it's something that, like, I get I, I get complimented on my voice a lot, which is really lovely, um, and I get complimented in a way that like they're like it's so unique, and I don't know what, so I I feel like um, the lips is is part of that, yeah, and, and so I'm not. But I am torn about it because it is something that I'm still self-conscious about. But, mm. but yeah, I mean, I think that it's part of what makes my voice unique and part of what makes people like it. So... I don't know, you can't really separate that. And if I were to, you know, work really hard at getting rid of it, then would it change my voice? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, no, I mean, that is a good question. I don't think anybody's ever asked me that cuz well, because really look, scary. it's a,
0: it's the elephant in the room in some ways. Right? They're like, "Okay, there's something with the voice there. What is that?" Yeah. And I, I don't know what it is. I don't even know what to call it. And and yet I'm drawn to it. It's called a vimbopple. A
3: vimbopple.
0: <laughs> Dude, we're staying with that, man. <laughs> nice. It's a vimbopple. What's wrong with your voice? That's no, a It's a, it's a
5: Um
0: Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to awkwardly no, go there because cool. it is a part of who you are and people are hearing it and to know the story behind it is fascinating. I yeah. mean, for a kid to grow up with that is just...
5: Yeah, and you know what? I mean, that really... I think as, as we've evolved as, uh, as performers, mm. we especially... Because we used to play mostly as a band and, and now we play mostly as a duo. And so we are a lot more personal with with our you know with our stories on right. stage So but, do you
0: share about the whole thing Well or? so we
5: share I think we're sharing more and more as as you know as the longer we do this.
0: You must have a song that ties in with either growing up with that kind of, I mean, I can even, I don't know what the age was and like how old were you when all this was going down? It was right uh, right really, from birth? Or, yeah, and, yeah. And when was the surgery, the b- bunch of surgeries?
5: Um, well, I, yeah, I had a few other things too. Um. So like in, you know, when I was three and then when I was five and then when I was, seven and when I was like in grade 11 and yeah like I had a a, like I had a I had a really amazing childhood but I also uh you know there is some some rough patches but like looking back compared to other people like I I feel extremely lucky but um but that totally has shaped who I am Hmm. um and and there has been that struggle of of the self-consciousness so
0: well I'm sure there's a song uh, somewhere that would segue nicely into you talking about this. And let me just again talk like an old man here. I would so encourage you because the fine line is treating it as a shtick and it's yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, Ooh, and, and let me tell you, you know, the 1700 times you know a fan has heard the stupid story is like, right. oh my goodness. But but I think. I think there's stuff there for people to lean in. I think this is this is the kind of stuff that breaks down the fourth wall really stinking quick. Right. When you're right. willing to be this vulnerable, and uh, the beauty that's come out of this is really good. <clears throat> I was gonna say inspirational, but I didn't want to use that word.
5: Yeah. I, I think like inspirational. Good. Is good. I like good. I yeah. hope
4: that this, if you know, somebody's listening and and having a similar issue or something that's you know going on where they're like, yeah, my my childhood was like this you know they're
5: not alone yeah i mean i will say and i know that you have a time limit here i will say like that uh the self-consciousness and the feeling of like well i i never thought i love singing but i never thought that i would do this as a living i just didn't have the confidence for many reasons and then here i am doing it fantastic yeah anyway Good for you.
4: I, I was going to say too. Sorry to uh, keep going with this, <laughs> but there's actually a lyric. A lyric in hear your voice that I think is is probably the most honest lyric that we have in any song. And yeah. it's, the lyric is, "I hate the face in the mirror," and that hasn't changed. Um, and I think you you know you have to accept some things about yourself, and you have to learn how to how, that that's just part of you, part of who who you are, and that you you know it makes you um, a special person in your own way, and that you have to move past feeling bad about that to feeling good about it. Man, I like you guys.
5: We like you, too. <laughs> Thanks for
4: having Such us. Such
0: a great... Okay, Except we just blew the time to play the last song. So, okay, so we're going to go out with another track on your CD. Do just it. To give everyone a little taste of the production value of everything, if you yeah. don't mind. What's another track we can yeah, spin that you... you-
4: Right? yeah. Okay, all right. right. Yeah. You got
0: that cute, Timmy? Yep. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to The Young Novelists performing live on The Drew Marshall Show devoted solely to the art of music. Their website is theyoungnovelists.com, theyoungnovelists.com, also known as Graydon and Laura. And you, I almost sang the song, but you're probably over the song. And Simon in the other room. Yo, yo, what's up, kid? Yeah.
3: What's up, brother?
0: There he is. Pittsburgh Steelers. Whatever. <laughs> <coughs> Have a listen to one song off their CD, which is called?
4: Palindrome.
5: Oh, the CD is called Made of Strangers. Oh, sorry. the
4: song's well, Are called you Palindrome. even
0: here right now? I, uh, Where are you? I'm you on the radio.
5: <laughs> What's the word
0: again? I said it. Vimbopple. Yeah, You've got to write a song about that. <laughs> nice.
3: we'll
0: do. All right, we're going to take a uh, very short break. We'll be right back. Stay with us.